Hey guys, welcome to Be Original with Isley Creative, where we discuss all things marketing. Thanks for tuning in, and we hope you enjoy. Uh, all right, welcome back, everybody. This is Be Original Podcast. We're super happy that you're here. Today is episode eight, season finale for season two. Uh, so the way this is going to work, a little bit of housekeeping. We're gonna, we did eight weeks, kind of straight. There was a break because of Thanksgiving, but um, we purposefully did this so that we ended the week before thanks or Christmas. We're going to take off the holidays and we be, we'll be back in roughly four weeks-ish. We should have worn Christmas sweaters. I don't own a Christmas sweater. I need to get you one. Um, Tacos on it. <laughs> taco Christmas. So, yeah, I'm really excited. So, this season we covered um, our topic was? The topic was creating content for every stage of the buyer's journey. And we covered awareness. We covered browsers. We covered conversion, retention, and advocacy. Mm-hmm. And then last week, we did a recap of all of them and kind of introduced some different pe- content pieces that other big logos are doing and how that incorporated into our season, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And so this week, what we've done is we've taken some questions that we've gotten back. And, and FYI, you don't have to... I mean, you submitted these questions, but don't stop submitting stuff. Like, keep following up with us, tagging us, doing all that kind of stuff in Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter. I don't, anywhere. W- anywhere. We're there. Text. Ish, ish. Phone calls. Don't call Christian. He doesn't answer his phone. I don't answer my phone. That's his job. <laughs> all right. So, first question. Um, if you could only enact one social tactic that we covered, which one would it be? I would start with awareness. That would be my one tactic. We didn't really discuss retargeting specifically, but I feel like that would be my area. But then again, it all depends on how, I mean, how often is your website getting viewed? Yeah, how much data do you have? That, and that's usually the problem. So even if you start anywhere further down the line, if you don't have any data to use, you are technically running an awareness campaign at that point. Sure. So you could be running a conversion style campaign, but if you don't know your demographic, you don't know your targets, then it's, you know, a lot of your your funding at that point is just going to getting the, the brand out to people. Yeah, and I feel like with. anything, like you just said, anything that we do uh, without any data, um, anything that we do is, is going to end up being an awareness play, whether mm-hmm. we want it to be or not. Like our intentions might be uh, to do a conversion campaign, but when it's all said and done, if nobody knows who we are, then it's automatically an awareness play. Yeah, that's the that's the tough part. And the thing is, like, it doesn't even have to be. It's not like a year long awareness campaign. Mm-hmm. It could be a few weeks, and you reach a hundred something thousand people for your brand. And then you have enough data to go after those people. Absolutely. Again, I mean, where, we did, we've done it. Yeah. We just did it. Yeah. Right. Well, that's what I'm talking. That's kind of what I'm talking about is we ran a, a conversion based campaign. Um, and as the first campaign we did with this client and the expectation obviously is conversion. But I, I mean, honestly, awareness was huge in this and, and we reached a lot of people that they've never reached before. Yeah. So next question was, we talked about content. What are the other areas of a successful social campaign? One thing that we've t- one thing that we talk about a lot is splash pages. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's the thing: as an agency, we can't necessarily control what happens after they leave our our click of a link. 
Right. So now the way that we can combat that is by actually just building splash pages. Yeah, making the steps to purchase less. You know, that that's part of the problem is like you want people to have options, but you don't like if you're trying to sp- sell a specific project or product, you don't want them to have options. Yeah. You want them to go right to the page, add it to the cart. And then maybe you can have a couple extra options you're trying to upsell at that point. But like right. the reality is you're spending money to sell a product. You just want to sell the product. Right. I think it's really, I think splash pages you and most people now marketers that are doing any type of digital um, advertising are, have gone that route. Yeah. They're, they're testing different types of platforms for, um, you know, whether it's your phone or your tablet or your computer, what works best, yeah. what doesn't work best. Yeah. And part of that's because agencies are being held responsible for sales at this point now, Absolutely. which is, it's just, it was never like that before, but because you can simply buy online, it's become part of that responsibility. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's always tough when you're sending people to a phone call to a sales team or email to sales support or things like that versus just clicking and buying. And then you can actually track what your agency's doing from start to finish. Yeah, that's good. Okay. So how do you measure success of proposed social strategy? So that's a really good question. How do we measure that? I think it depends on what your goals are and right. So I think as an agency, best practices and this is for anybody that's going to go out and hire an agency or you know whatever the the best thing is to have those kpis established before the campaign rolls out Mm -hmm. and those kpis are not necessarily like on us as an agency they have to be built together in tandem with our clients to make sure that they're meeting the goals of the business too, because not everything is directly tied to revenue. Mm -hmm. There is a lot more that's tied to that than just dollars. Right. Right. So, yeah, it's really important to, for the client or if you're doing this to have your own goals in mind, because it really just, you know, there's a twofold thing. One is that if you're, clear about what your goals are, then you're going to be happy with your agency because your agency is going to know what your goals are and give you a roadmap to that mm-hmm. and help you with that strategically. Um, the flip side to it is if you don't have any goals and your agency just comes up with goals, you're never going to be happy with the outcome, even if it's good. This is not necessarily what you wanted. You know, and there might be some chance that you guys might align at some point, but yeah. you know, a year down the road, you've been running these campaigns and you're like, well, I didn't really want a new customer base. I wanted to feed my current customer base and Mm -hmm. you've brought in a lot of new people. That's great, but our business can't handle that. And we're not the only ones that do this and we're not the ones that invented this. So this is kind of where the industry is going. Absolutely. Yeah, it's good. All right. Next question. Uh, this one's from your mom. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Hi mom. Uh, no. How do you determine what content is good for what platform? That's a good question. And I, we were talking about this too. Like I, even with this podcast, I think there are certain areas of what we do that are really good for Instagram, really good for Facebook, really good for LinkedIn and really good for Twitter. Mm-hmm. But it's hard. Like it's hard to have to develop content for every single one of those. Yeah. But I do, I do believe that there are very specific content criteria that you have to meet on those platforms. Yeah, it's more about 
formatting, I think, than uh, than the actual content itself. You know, like Instagram, you want short and sweet and the hot points and whatever you're trying to get out there without all the garbage in the middle because people are just thumbing through. But right. LinkedIn, you're going to want your full message there because people are more interested in spending time watching something on mm-hmm. LinkedIn. Or IGTV, which is still not quite broken through, but it's getting there. I think people are watching stuff on there too. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's more about the formatting. Like Instagram, you want to fill up as much of the screen with your content as you can, right? Um, which is hard to do, especially with something like this where there's two of us and it's a wide shot and we can't fit two of us in a vertical video. Like because unless we stood right next to each other the whole time <laughs> and like sure. stared at the camera. Um, which maybe that's something we'll do. I don't know. But yeah, I think on specifically on Instagram, it's, it's just how you, it's the format of it. Cool. All right, guys. Well, that, uh, that wraps up season two, episode eight. We are forever grateful for you guys tuning in and watching and keeping in touch with us. We love hearing from you guys. We love what we do. And hopefully that comes through on the stuff that we talk about here on a weekly basis. So we will see you for season three. Maybe things will be a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Don't know. We're going to try some new stuff out maybe, but uh, thank you guys so much. Be sure to like, comment, share, subscribe, all of those things on all the platforms that you're watching. We love you guys so much. Thank you so much. Peace out. See you later. Thanks again for checking out Be Original with Isley Creative. You're the reason we do this. So be on the lookout for more tips and advice on your marketing strategies.